Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, February 7th, 2022. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Arts and Culture Editor Ashley Steves. Ashley, still Matt. really freaking cold outside. It's cold. Uh, it's cold, yeah. It is very cold. But fortunately, we had a ton of really great stuff in our various podcast feeds over the weekend to keep everybody nice and toasty, at least in their ear holes. First up, I am continuing my travel log <laughs> episodes, um, which I'm really having a lot of fun doing. Um, I'm starting to get some good questions over at uh, hashtag BWWMattTakesManhattan. Send me stuff over there. I'm answering questions, talking about the shows that I've seen, anything random and fun that is happening on my trip as well. So I'm doing one of those every day that I'm in New York City. Then we also had the very first episode ever of our new podcast, This Week in Theater, in which Jennifer McHugh and I look at what is going on at various theater companies and in theater in general outside of the New York City area. And our first episode, I spoke with uh, Nataki Garrett, who is the artistic director of the uh, esteemed and incredibly valuable Oregon Shakespeare Festival. Jen spoke with the master props artisan from a contemporary theater in Seattle. Um, I gave some reviews um, from Oslo Rep and the National Tour of Ain't Too Proud. Jen and I discussed uh, the tragedy of Macbeth on Apple TV Plus, and there's some more fun stuff in there. That'll be coming to you every other week, for at least for the time being. Um, so check that out. Very good stuff. I was surprised yeah. to see that in my feed myself, and I work yeah. here. Yeah, I, I, I when uh, Grace and I did the show on Friday, she didn't know what I was talking about either because uh, I just didn't really talk about it. Um, we also <laughs> had an episode of Jan Simpson's um, All the Drama in which she dives into Paula Vogel's 1998 winner for the Pulitzer Prize of Drama, How I Learned My to favorites. Drive, which will be back on Broadway in a couple weeks or months here soon yeah. um, with the original cast again. And then, of course, this week on Broadway on Sunday where Peter James and Mike Michael talked about a bunch of stuff, including MJ, the tap dance kid, the intimate apparel opera, and much, much more. Ooh. Oh, lots of stuff. Lots so of stuff. So much stuff. This is the first time I'm talking to you since you've been in New York, too. So I know. Yeah, a, at least a talking. Lot to, yeah, <laughs> a lot to catch up on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Absolutely. But before we catch up on all of that stuff, let's dive into the news. We've got some uh, little bits of interesting stuff going on with some productions that are apparently uh, in production. Um, first up, Baz Bombaboy of London's Daily Mail is uh, reporting that on the heels of uh, Denzel Washington's uh, acclaimed and I think probably Oscar nominated run uh, in, uh, or performance uh, in The Tragedy of Macbeth that I mentioned earlier. Apparently, no Baptist, Denzel. Though. No BAFTAs. Um, apparently, Denzel is looking to dive back into the world of Shakespeare with a new run of King Lear, mm. a show that has not been off-Broadway all that long. I think uh, a certain uh, former member of Parliament was the last one to do it on well, the on Broadway, Broadway stage. Yeah. Um, yes. So... Um, Apparently, Denzel is saying that it could happen in London um, or it could happen in New York. Uh, apparently, it would not happen until 2023 if it does happen, but he is working mm. on it because he is doing um, The Equalizer 3, which is the third yeah. <laughs> uh, movie there, even though there is a TV series of the same name starring Queen Latifah. I don't know if she'll be yeah. in there. Um, but I think this is... Busy uh, man. Uh, busy man. But uh, I think this is great. I mean, we've seen Denzel 
do O'Neill on Broadway. You've seen uh, O'Neill or um, Denzel do um, obviously August Wilson on Broadway. He has done yeah. Shakespeare um, quite a bit. Shakespeare in the Park was like one of his his first big gigs. Mm-hmm. So to be seeing him continuing to do this in um, you know on a, a stage as large as he commands, both on. Um, a literal stage and the stage and screen, uh, I think is great. And this is only a good thing for theater lovers and Shakespeare lovers oh. to have one of our best artists uh, working in Shakespeare again. Absolutely. And it's honestly, I mean, part of that busyness, and you mentioned August Wilson, like constantly working on August Wilson works either on stage and screen, and now seems to... <laughs> have a consistent foot in Shakespeare because has done Shakespeare before. I don't know how I feel about King Lear coming back to Broadway as soon as it has been, despite the quality of the previous production. Um, but Denzel, I have never seen on stage and is very much one of those people that I would probably pay anything to see. I think he's if you know not top five or you know not top three certainly top five or top ten actors that are working today and one that you know when we talk about denzel it's kind of the same way we talk about viola davis and for very obvious reasons Mm -hmm. viola davis often gets overlooked by like meryl streep which is the most obvious one denzel i mean just had like one of his first cover stories, what was it, for Variety? And yeah, I believe so. Just got snubbed for a BAFTA and everything else. It's not surprising, unfortunately, in, you know, two times irritating. Yeah, it is interesting. Like, I don't know who the Merrill um, to Denzel is, like in the Viola Davis Merrill Streep argument. Is it? I don't know. Is it, is it maybe Tom Hanks because uh, they, they did Philadelphia together and they're about the yeah, same age. They don't really do the same roles though. Um, or the same types of roles. I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously the Denzel right. and Viola comparisons make a ton of sense since they've worked together. Sure. Um, both on stage a, and I mean, screen. there's a long list, unfortunately, of male actors that I guess could be comparable, but that is, that's uh, saying a lot because I don't necessarily yeah. think they're comparable. No, I think Denzel, I still think um, the Iceman cometh and seeing him in that role mm, was one mm-hmm. of the best things that I've ever seen. So uh, you said, Ashley, that you would pay just about anything to see him on stage. Something else that I know that I would pay just about anything to see on stage oh, is God. the planned Broadway production of Smash. Uh, Variety reported <laughs> yeah. late last week. <laughs> That this, uh, why are you laughing? Uh, I'm surprised, I guess. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> Variety reported that this coming summer, they will be planning a workshop for a stage adaptation of Smash. Uh, the musical, of course, was first confirmed to be in the works back in May of 2020 with Bob Martin from The Prom and The Drowsy Chaperone working with Rick Ellis uh, of Peter and the Scar- Starcatcher fame to write the book. They are planning for a Broadway opening in 2024, and this was one of my favorite little bits in the Variety article, that it will either be called Smash, comma, a new musical, or Smash, colon, the musical. Um <laughs> So, you know, we've talked about this before, and they've gone through some different iterations as to what they want this to be. At, at one point, they were actually talking about yeah. just bringing Bombshell to yeah. the stage. And then they did what I think is actually the smarter choice and said, you know what? 
trying to piece these 97 songs we wrote for a two and a half hour musical doesn't make mm-hmm. sense because no. it never made sense on the TV show either. Um, so what they're going to do is they're going to make Smash into a musical. So we're going to see Ivy Lynn and um, Karen Cartwright, uh, we presume, uh, in those uh, in that show. Or even maybe they'll go the bring it on route and just take the idea of Smash and turn it into something else. We don't know. The memory I, I, of Smash. Yeah, I assume it'll be that same story and we'll have the songs from the TV show in there. Um, yeah, I but think you could put anything on related to Smash at this point and a certain sector of the audience is going to be delighted. Like, I still have yet to see uh, Smash did. other than clips. Uh, so. What else is new? I just I'm I'm really sick of hearing about it, and I don't I don't know if that's just because I haven't seen it and haven't gotten the full Smash experience. But you know, shit or get off the pot, I guess. Look, the show debuted on television, I believe, a decade ago, and you know, to to have a musical up and running in two years, and uh, I think that's great. I mean, the 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 team that is behind the musical is very much the the team that was behind the TV show. You have um, Robert sure. Greenblatt and Steven Spielberg involved. Neil Maron, who has been involved with this when it was going to be the the uh, the bombshell musical, um, you know that he's still involved as a producer. So I'm excited to see what this is. I, just because like I just the want sheer it to be camp something. of it all, I just want it to be. Yeah. Some, I want it to exist in some form, so I can stop hearing about. Hopefully, that comes in some form someday, in either a concert version or a stage. Oh, the version concert version was amazing. Yeah, but I mean, it's the camp. I would like to see who they cast from like maybe a, a you know, the, a younger generation of Broadway folks to be Ivy Lynn and Karen. I think that would be really fun. Just do it. Yeah, just do it already. Um, all right, everybody, let's take a quick break to talk about our sponsor this week, Upstart. As you all know, it is a unbelievable burden to climb out of credit card debt. It is something that is actually literally designed to never happen. Credit cards do not want you to get out of debt. Mm -hmm. That is why they they structure the interest rates in the way that they do. Fortunately, you have a friend in not only climbing out of that debt, but getting a fresh start on your own personal finances. And that is Upstart. Yeah, as we've talked about so many times, Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt. The personal loan, it is all online. And whether it's paying off your credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, you can become one of over a million people who've used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment and you get a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, and your credit history. And they help find you a smarter rate for your loan and best. First of all, you can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash Broadway. That's upstart, U-P-S-T-A-R-T dot com slash Broadway. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash Broadway. All right, Ashley, real quick, there is one big major thing that is finally happening uh, during Mm. this week's theatrical schedule, and that is the official opening night 
of The Music Man on Broadway. The Broadway revival, of course, is starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. I'll talk about some of the other folks in that cast here in a second. It is directed by Jerry Zaks and choreographed by Warren Carlyle, the two creative folks who were behind the beloved and rapturously reviewed production of Hello, Dolly! starring Bette Midler a few years ago. Not sure that this is going to get that same response, but the cast is pretty fantastic. In addition to Sutton and Hugh, we will have uh, Tony Winner and good friend and regular collaborator with Hugh Jackman, Shuler Hensley, as uh, Marcellus Washburn, the great Jane Howdy Shell, as uh, Eulalie McKechnie Shin, the all also incredible Jefferson Mays as Mayor Shin, the best. Uh, Marie Mullen as Mrs. Peru, um, Philip Boykin is in there as well, and then a ton of other other really really fun ensemble names as well: Curtis Holland, uh, Eddie Corbish, Eloise Crop. Um, Really just is a fantastic cast from top to bottom. Yeah. Um, Linda M- uh, Muggleston, who I saw um, in Hello, Dolly as well. You know, the only real complaint that I have about the cast is how white it is. Yep. Rima Webb is in the show, which is which is great. I always love seeing her on stage. But um, this was a Rudin era casting and it shows. Hey, yes, it does. Yes, so, it does. So, you know, uh, disappointed about that. But uh, everything else about this production, I'm really excited uh, about. I've heard a lot of word of mouth. I'm actually going to see it on my March trip with my mm-hmm. brother and niece. Um, but it officially opens on February 10th. But we probably won't talk about the reviews on the episode for the next day because this is the whole thing where unless some theaters send folks and buy their own tickets during previews, they would have to go back and write the reviews afterwards. So we're going to play the reviews by ear. We're not 100% sure how that is going to work, but we will have the reviews at some point when they are actually published. When we they just don't know when that is. want to see them and don't have disdain for the fact that they exist in the first place, I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what this is all about. We've talked about this last week, so mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into it again. But just so you no. know, from a listening perspective, we'll have them. When we have <laughs> they'll, them, they'll we don't know. They'll be there someday. Yeah, they TBD. Will be there. TBD. TBD. All right, let's move into some other uh, pretty exciting news happening uh, in New York City. After years of delays because of the pandemic, we finally got a full casting announcement for the upcoming off-Broadway musical Between the Lines. The show will be playing at the Tony Kaiser Theater, although this is not a second stage production. Mm. Um, The show is uh, directed by Jeff Calhoun and choreographed by Paul McGill. The uh, show uh, features a book by Timothy Allen McDonald and music and lyrics by Elisa Samsel and Kate Anderson. Um, this is based on a Jody Piccolo novel. Um, she is a hugely best-selling, you know, New York Times best-selling um, author. I got her most recent book that I haven't read yet, and I can't remember what it's called. But um, don't it, know if I know her. You do. If you go and she's yeah, she's everywhere. You know, okay. generally, um, generally like not. Feel good, yeah, feel goody stuff, but like, you know, interesting character stuff. Her newest book is about a woman who um, is an anthropologist and gets stranded in the Galapagos Islands during the pandemic. Um, mm. So it's a really interesting read. I heard about it on uh, NPR's Book of the about. Month. Yeah. yeah, I heard about it on NPR's Book of the Day, not Book of the Month. Um, and I bought it. And I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But I anyway, think the problem back- with that is that I knew exactly who you were talking about, but have never heard her name said out yes. loud. There you go. <laughs> um, anyway, so the cat is really interesting. Um, Ariel Jacobs, who has been with this production for a long time, will be joined by Jake David Smith. The 
absolutely hilarious. Vicky Lewis is in the show. Will Ooh, Burton, yes. Jerusha Cavazos, Pierre Marias, John Rapson, who I saw in the national tour of, of um, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Mur- Murder. And of course, the always incredible Julia Murney. Yes. So um, what a great cast. I'm really excited about this. I don't know anything about Same. the story itself, but with a cast like this, I have a feeling that it will be very, very fun. A cast like this uh, and also a lot of these people who I haven't seen in a while, who I've seen yeah. on stage but have not seen in a while and who I think are amazing. Um, cast them in more things besides just this, please. Yes, Absolutely. All right. Um, last little bit of news here. It was announced last week that Lincoln Center is going to offer a program where you, for, for certain performances, you can pay whatever you can for tickets to shows, and they are going to offer actual free shows. Um, Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts looks to make a big splash this spring, says an article from uh, New York Channel 4, um, with free performances while introducing a new choose-what-you-pay model for ticketing, similar to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. The spring season begins on February 27th and runs through June 15th. Public performances return to the community space, the uh, David Rubenstein uh, Atrium, this March, while the American Songbook starts mid-April. Um, all events at the Atrium are free, first come, first serve. We will have complete information on what this pay-what-you-can um, uh, system looks like in the show notes, so check that out. I think that is awesome. a wonderful thing for Lincoln Center, which is one of the absolute centers uh, of art in the country, let alone in New York City, is doing yeah. it to make things a little bit more equitable. Um, so this. very much, uh, very much looking forward to that. All right. And my uh, feel good recommendation is my travel logs. I'm having so much fun <laughs> doing them. Um, I really appreciate everybody who's reached out. Please send more questions, send more recommendations, send more, um, things you need me to go and do for you. I'm happy to do them. Use hashtag BWWMattTakesManhattan. Um, and I'm going to be doing them. I guess through Thursday, I leave Thursday morning. So I'll do one Thursday, um, for the shows that I saw on Wednesday. I'm going to be back in March. Uh, Ashley, I don't know that I'll do them every day in March because I'm going to be with my brother and niece. Busy. Yeah. But, but I'm going to, yeah. Uh, but they've both been to New York before. So it's not like they've never been there, but, um, I'll probably do some because I want to get my niece's thoughts on some of the shows we're seeing. That's cute. Yeah. The, the shows that we are seeing so far and I'm going to see. Some things with them, and then they're going to do go do some things that I either have seen already or don't want to see again. Um, but here's what our <laughs> schedule looks like so far, just so I can um, give you all an insight into what March looks like. All right, so my brother and niece have tickets to see six and Harry Potter. Um, I'm not going with them to that, although um, my brother and six again. No, I thought about it, but they, um, they mm. actually are going to go with my, I guess, first cousin once removed. So my brother and sure. I's uh, oldest cousin's daughter who lives here in the city, um, who's in fashion school. Um, so they're going to mm. go with that. We're going to go to dinner beforehand and then she's going to go with them to see six. They're also going to see Harry Potter. Not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we have tickets for the three of us to see Hamilton, 
Hades Town, The Music Man, and Little Shop of Horrors. And of course, I'm going to be seeing The Life with uh, with Grace at Encores Pretty as solid. well. Yeah, so I've started my spreadsheet, at least the beginnings of it, and I have a whole long list of shows to to get the times for because a lot of stuff is happening in March. Um, I'm very excited oh, to God. see what I can uh, get on that schedule. But it's obsessive anyway, and I love it. Yes, it is very much. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Today on Broadway. And don't forget to send in all of the questions and information that you need at hashtag BWWMattTakesManhattan. All right, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. Don't forget, get all of our great content first at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. That is the only place you can hear my travel logs, and you do not want to miss those. Have a wonderful Monday. Have a wonderful week, and we will talk to you soon. <laughs>